0: Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to another round of in the house. We have and of just a very awesome guest for today's show, uh, Chooks Ugweke from Lagos, Nigeria. Um, Movix Comics, um, just a fantastic series coming out. Fat guys got a lot of fanfare. Welcome to the show. Yeah, um, thank
1: you so much. I uh, I am very so excited to be part of the show. Yeah. I'm an artist, and um, yeah, I'm the team lead for uh, Mobix Comics, and our first project, uh, which is out there now, is a uh, particle comics.
0: Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, you, you, you know, you know how uh, excited we are over at Royal House for that yeah. to drop. Um, yeah. Before we, before we get into into your series, your artistry, and and um, you know, just just tons to learn about about you and and what you guys are doing. Um, give us a little background. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the digital art and digital art and you know just the whole 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 journey of making comics.
1: All right, so uh yeah um for I me mean, comics you know, I mean comics world has always been part of me right from childhood. And um, it all started, you know, like when I was a kid, growing up watching cartoons, the very popular ones are uh, um, Tom and Jerry, Batman, Superman, all the Marvel and DC Comics. You know. And also, one of the things that got me so fascinated was um, when I saw my first black comic book. I think that was um, Super Strikers the early 2000s. I was so amazed because I was so used to seeing white comic books, you know, um, every other, you know, comic book. But then seeing an all black comic book and, you know, like, has several other cultures in it, but majorly focused on black people, especially Africans. Like, I was so fascinated because I love comic books generally. I don't pick favorites because of, you know, um, um, or, or something like that i just i just enjoy it i just just enjoyed the contribution to art the entertainment, the entertainment but then this time around like i felt kind of like this was some sort of kindred spirit you know to this kind of comic so i said maybe someday i can grow up to do something like this and then um you know i i remember a lot of times i would you know just sketch several pages Know, from that coming book. First Rikers is, is about, um, it's actually a soccer story you know, about one young, talented guy. Um, he got recruited in his team and then he became the star. So um, so uh, that's just it. So from the early onset, cartoons have inspired me so much. Like I learned a lot from cartoons. I've never traveled out of Africa yet. Then I've some African countries, but not really out of Africa. And yet, cartoons kind of exposed my mind to how the world out there was. I mean, is even more this, you know, and all that. But I just, I've always had this closeness to cartoons. And, you know, it's always been like, yeah. And um, um, that was one of the reasons, you know, I, I showed so much interest and then I, I said I was going to study this, you know, as a course. At the university. That's a whole new story, you know, but then I, I eventually went to studying arts at the University of Nigeria and Suka. That's UNM. It's a very popular school in Nigeria. So I, I did my BA there, majored in computer graphics, because I realized that for me to be and an illustrator or, or comic artist, I have to toe the graphic line. I could have done sculpture, or painting, because I'm so prolific by when it comes to art in general. But then I re I, I I told myself that I had to, you know, face that challenge. And that then I was not so um, proficient with using computers to work on just traditional form of art, but they already need major in, practice, kind of, um, exposed to that image of art, and then you know, ever since it's, it's been one journey of knowledge to another, you know, constant group, so, uh, yeah. So,
0: it, it, it seems that you, um, we always, we tend to take this for granted, um, just how universal art, art is and you know just just as you know we're kids over here in the states just watching cartoons you know you just get that inspiration not just from like watching but like immediately wanting to create something one day like you know you have that imagination like that and if you just had yeah. the skill set you could yeah. do something great um yeah, exactly. there's got to there there's got to be a lot of competition I mean, I, I know and I see in the in the social media groups just just tons of fantastic Nigerian yeah. artists.
1: Me talented, yeah. Yeah. So many.
0: Yeah. Very very talented yeah. and and you know you know who's it's not to say there aren't talented talented people in a lot of places, but um, there's a lot of a lot of Nigerian artists in the game, so to speak. Um, but your 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 work has a unique identity and quality and and um, richness. Like what do you what do you feel is like your thing that you do well?
1: Um well so for me, um I've always been a fan of art. Like regardless of who is doing it, regardless of ethnicity and you know, the like I initially said. And then in Nigeria I I really, you know, like while developing myself, I I got a lot of um, inspirations you know from some you know, artists you know in Nigeria. But then, in as much as there are lots of you know, really bad as artists in Nigeria, especially the those into comics and all, still yet the market the market is still very small in Nigeria. It's not as competitive you know as it as it is in the US you know in Europe and all. Um, this is why um, um, the market is is small and still. I think there's a very huge opportunity there, and that's because um, not so many people have been able to key into you know the marketability of comics. In fact, I got I got surprised like when I realized that the Super Strikers, I was such a huge fan of as a kid, wasn't even a Nigerian brand it was South African. And yes, even though it was African it was amazing. But then they found a way to naturalise their story with the Nigerian culture. I think that is what they mostly do. Like for each country you know, they they, they um they launch it, you know, they they naturalize it with their own story, their names, you know and, and all that. So that people from that place will, will form more closeness to it. So that was why I thought I thought it was a Nigerian, you know, um, company, you know, that that produced it. But then, uh, growing up, also, I I got to experience or got to follow up some really um, um, amazing, you know, brands or companies, you know, that are been great in comics in Nigeria, like uh, so Comic Republic, I think Unique, Thai um, Comics is another one. Yeah, they are they are quite. But then the market is still very, um, like how can I put it? I would just say there's still a huge space in that market and huge opportunity. And the only reason people are not really looking into it because the foreign, um, like it's always been foreign opportunities. There's not really been any. Any form of working in English, you know, like very well internally. So that's why I feel like from that point, you know, like when I realized that, I told myself that I was going to be, I, I can't say I'm the pioneer because there have been lots of people in the But then there's, there's a huge space. And right from when I started developing my ancestry, I've always been you know, very unique in my my way of executing artworks, um, not to drag but right from my primary school to my university, I've always been the professional artist in every set I found myself. I and, and that's because I'm a very inquisitive person. I I like to know what I do not know. If I get to a place like I remember one time when I okay like in the university in LN um, when we get to our third year, because my course was four years course, right? So um, when we go to the third year, we were like required or kind of um, mandatory, that after the first um, semester of the third year, the second semester is for IT. So I did my IT at um, a um, art studio, a very prestigious art studio. In Vegas, it's not so easy to get but then somehow I was able to get links you know to go to my IT there and when I got there I realized that I was still a baby you know like in art man I saw guys doing wicked shit <laughs> sorry for the language but these guys were so amazing so over time I told myself I was going to challenge myself so initially when I came you know I Yeah, they knew I had the talent, I had everything, but then it was still raw. So over time, I got to learn. I read a lot of books. uh, I followed a lot of artists, you know, both live and both online, you know, lots of them like that. And um, over time, I kept on just getting better, getting better. And it got to a point, my works were like, it was not mistaken anywhere. Like whenever people see this my artworks, they be like, Yo, that's that's true. And it's not like I was so um focused on creating a style. That was that's one of the errors you young artists kind of do. I think I feel this is what they do. They focus so much on creating a style rather than learning the art itself. When you've learned so well and you're very good. You cannot diversify that style. That style will even come naturally to you. So some just focus on style first, and eventually their art kind of start looking a bit mediocre or something like that. So I, I my major focus, my focus was to learn and be very good, like to be able to at least um, execute my work as good as the professionals I follow. So yeah
0: well i mean i will i'll I'll second that that is when you see now that like I've seen your work, if I see it again, I can distinctly see there's something unique about it and uh and fantastic so um I wanna learn a little bit more about your project, which your artist featured um but I also want to talk about you know that you know segue from you talking about the market and and you coming together with a team. Uh, the team Mo- Movix, uh, um, their writers, artists. How did you come together with another I, group yeah, to? How did
1: I come up with that? Right? <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, um, wow, <laughs> that is um, one answer. That I mean, one question that always. Let's say some point. At some point, the imagination of how this whole started kind of eludes me, but I'll start it, um, I'll start it this way. Um, Movix Comics today, or at Project to today, the uh, brainchild of young Nigerians that just have a dream and they did not give up until they found out that this dream you know, becomes a reality. I've met a lot of people, young people like me, you know, that have always you know, thought of creating a comic book, but first of all, we live in a society where art, art is not really as um, valued or as prestigious as it would, as it is in Europe and in America and, and all that. So, like Africans, kind of, um, they have this these thought, you know, that art is, is for the less intelligent students. to them, and it was terrible. 'Cause I remember when I was in uh, secondary school at my high school, at at some point I wasn't really doing very well academically and that was because I was, you know, so focused on art and then, you know, at some point I had to, you know, like I don't know how many times my, my parents, you know, kind of um give me these serious um, you know, talks about being serious and all that. But then I, I just told myself, you know what? Uh, um, artist, you know, you operate on a level that not so many people can can do or actually do. So how about I just apply this to my academy? that seriousness, that zeal, that creativity. And I did that and I, I started doing very well academically and I became one of the best students in school. So that's that's just, um, in a way, you know, trying to learn people Arts is not really that people studying art are not not really because they're not intelligent, it's just a choice. And this is a talent that not so many people actually have. You know, because I remember when I wanted to study um, uh, in university, a lot of my secondary school teachers thought I was going to study law because I was so smart in school. So, but then, um, but then the they could not ignore the fact that this this has always been part of me like this talent. And all. now sorry for the digression but then I was just trying to like uh, you know, touch a few areas now back to how this team you know actually formed so um it it actually started with me and to Toby. Toby is my partner so uh it started with the of force um I met Toby when he was in I think in his final year, or he was about rounding up, you know, his program. So there yeah, I was back then. I, I had already finished school. I think this should be like um, twenty seventeen or so. So I I Unilog. staying Like to me is from like he he finished from the University of Lagos, Nigeria. That was um, a So back then I I had some friends, you know, at the Unilag FM. The station. Sometimes you know, I just go to them, do designs for them, and Because by then I have not you know, got about like, got a, a job there. So I was just you know doing freelance, you know, movement here and there. And so there was in one of their classes, you know, a maskom class, you know, like working. And as usual, people come around, you know, to to see what I was doing, you know. Now the thing is, as much as there are a lot of really talented artists in nigeria into comics now comics or comic creators they are not people you see every time as much as you think that they are so um i mean that, that there is a lot of um artists from nigeria but still comic creators are not people you meet all the time because based on what a lot of people here believe they believe that Every comics out there are made by you know Europeans or Americans or like um, you know people from abroad you know so it's not such a common thing. just if few people are aware you know or let's just say it, it's not really much of a common knowledge. It's not like when you say you need a graphic designer and then instantly you know you're getting a graphic designer so comic creators are kind of rare. Mm-hmm. And especially good ones. So as I was there, you know, creating these comics, I can't remember what I was drawing then, but it was really looking cool. So guys would come and and, and be like, "Yo, dude, you're doing this," and they're like, "Wow, that they didn't know like um that that they could find a comic creator even in the school. I mean, it, it, to them it's it, it's amazing, but to me it, it's it's common, like it's just normal. So there I was to walks up to me, I was like, man, yo, this is, this is sick. And then we got talking, and from talking, he shared his ideas with me and all. And I, myself, I've always wanted to create comic books, but I needed a writer. I needed someone I could share ideas with, and both force could bring out, you know, the best you know, out of our ideas and then create something. So, as I go to, like, the more I go you know speaking with Tobe, so Tobe started sharing some of his ideas with me, you know, and all that. So, we thought about starting something, you know, we've always had things that are different, and it was a very good plan. But then, you know, we kind of started that 2017 or so, but um, along the way, we had uh, some challenges, and these are uh, you know, um. Some of these challenges or factors uh circled around funding, yes, you know, gadgets, you know, and all that. So, and um, coupled with the fact that none of us, you know, are actually earning quite well, then, or well enough at all. So, like, we kind of abandoned it. I, I have to tell him, you know what, man, I love this idea that we have and all that. I mean, it's cool. I know I'm going to be doing a whole lot of work. Yes, I, I'm not going to um down on your own contribution too, because the fact that you create the story and then brainstorm over it, and then I, I create the art, I mean, you're putting just as much effort, too. But I know I'm going to be doing a huge ton of this. And I don't know how, like, I'm not mentally, psychologically, and financially even prepared for something like this so it was it was really sad that time we had to abandon the project or, or some of the plans we had then so as uh, yes you know moved by you know we kept on reaching out to each other In fact, at some point we lost contact then last year after I left the insurance company it came to a point i was I was going through this um I, I won't quality mid midlife crisis. no you're <laughs> too young for that. But I just got to a point where I saw some of the like I went on Instagram. I follow a lot of the you know, comic creators on Instagram and when I saw what these guys were doing and these guys are just young guys like me, like I got so sad. You know, I was like, man, I, I know I can do something like this, it's not better. I mean, why am I just because it got to a point, I, I just, I couldn't stick to doing comics, right? Because how many people will reach out to you that they need comics in Nigeria? That's why the market is so um, scanty. It's, I feel there's not been a way, you know, to kind of dig out the opportunities and better, in it. that's because nothing has really driven that market like really pushed it. And most of the comic brands, you know, we have here, um, they're not really I don't know, like they're doing great, releasing all some things, but then people do not still have that level of um you know, uh love, you know, for, for comics as much as it was, you know, back in the early two thousand. And that's because when the South African brand came to Nigeria, they really, really did a lot. They, 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 they did campaigns. They did promotions. They did stories that came out. Most of the comic book brands in Nigeria are only better, or maybe whatever might be giving them more capital is when they do, um, do uh, um, contract jobs and stuff like that. And they're mostly from foreign, but. So we thought there's still a huge market space there. Someone has to, you know, kind of open it up. So now back to it. All this while, I was you know, working because I finished from the university. Ever since then, I think it took me like two, three, four years, like before I could get my first job. So I really struggled after school and. While doing that, I have never been the lazy type. I always go out with people, just to freelance here and there. And then from there, I made made a lot of friends. And the point of reaching out to people is I was hoping that someday I could create something with these people. So now fast forward back to last year when this whole thing started. So when I left the insurance company, I started thinking I was going through this. I call it a melancholic um, phase, and I have to just ask myself a lot of questions. It's it's like in Nigeria, for an artist, the best paying job you can get is graphics design. Artists, you know, who especially young artists who just live by art on its own, and got to have really strong links to keep up because a lot of artists in nigeria are starving. to be honest mm-hmm. it's it's a very tough market space and part of it, it it is because art is highly valued not 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 that people do not value art or people do not like art people love art but We've not really sued that value
0: enough for people to see the excellence of spending their money to buy yeah well I feel like I feel like that's uh I feel like that's an issue across markets too Mm -hmm. and yeah you know I guess I guess here in the states like you you do have a lot of like economic mobility so you can try out art and if it's not working you know kind of like kind of like you were saying you, know, you just have to make that decision on how you're going to put food yeah. on the table roof over your yeah, head right you know a lot of people move to hollywood trying to become movie stars and you know they're waiting tables and there's that whole like struggling artists out here too um but but you know you guys you guys took that leap together what was it about about doing it together, that made it like, okay, we can do this if we're supporting each other this way. Okay, so, so right. I
1: was, I was uh, trying to get to that. So now, um, I knew if, if I had to create a, had to, create a, to create a, possibly keep going, know, like throwing the same line that other artists. But then I said, okay, why not diversify? I've always believed in diversity um, Even while I was in university, I made tons of friends with lawyers, um, doctors, and, and, and all like that. And then each time I I, I, I sit with them. I, I tried to engage them, you know, in, in conversations, you know, just sharing ideas with them. And now I said, okay, after the phase of of that last year, after asking myself you know several questions, I'm like yes, I know that graphics is is what really pays a lot of artists. In fact, graphic artists are, are one of the the best earners you know, in the tech life. So graphics is like the holy grail, you know, for anyone you know that actually studies art. So it's like that's your best way of getting a very decent pay. So but then I've I worked you know in 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 a few was um creative director and graphic designer. So then I, I just told myself I in my actual passion. My passion is comics and um, you know and that kind of line. So I said let me reach out to Toby. So it it was like I was just thinking it in my mind and somehow I I saw Toby's post on 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 Facebook, and I made a comment, and instantly Toby reached out, you know. We just started catching back and more. So this was like probably two, three, four years. Who knows? Like like since since we we discussed anything at you know last, and then it was like, wow, bro. Like I I think we might want to you know go back to those old. Concepts you know, that we have, you know, and then he was telling me he has improved. You know, he has done a whole lot of research over the years, and then he has built himself. And then, so he, he he just really, you know, like entreated me to just go through my materials because he knew I was good, and then we could actually do something together. So I said, "All right." So he sent me the the materials he had, and I mean, he had, and then I went through them. Took me, I think, a day or two, because I know having and then going to this would be a whole lot. So uh, after you know going through it, I have to tell him, okay, you know what, we're going to do a whole lot of the shuffling, but then I think what we have is a very good story, but we need to you know fortify. So I have a very strong storytelling background. I studied art. so literacy and literature has always been part of our our curriculum. So and I've and I'm always been like I've always been very good at that. So I kind of helped, you know, revamp the story and then it all started. But then I told him this will not just be about me and him. Uh, um finishing school. There were friends I made that I told myself something will me back to calling these guys. We are going to work together. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this passively. I want this to be done strategically because we've gone past that stage where we're just doing art for art's sake. The society we live in doesn't regard art. And why do we keep on making the society feel like they're right if all we do is loaf around with art and then, oh, wow, it looks beautiful. How is it empowering people? How is it empowering us to start with? So I said, whatever we're doing now, even though, yes, we love art so much, yes, but we have to do it in a way where over time we should be able to empower us as well as others. So I said, what will happen is I'll set up a team. I'll reach out to my links, discuss with as many as I can, and then we set up a body. The reason is I need people on every angle. Yes, I'm the artist. You are focused on the, the script writing. Someone is is going to be focused on PR. We need some strong legs, you know, um, that can help us with links to help, you know, um, talk about this to help get us a link. And you know, just like that, I was just thinking all through like that. And I've always been a person of faith, so I I keep praying about them as well. So uh, fortunately for me, I was able to. To convince a few of my friends, um, some of the lawyers in the team. In fact, they were so elated, you know, about the whole idea and all. Like, like when they heard the story and, and, and my plans and all. Like, these guys have always been, always have had this admiration for me, you know, based on the way I see things. And um, and the good thing is that these guys, as at that time. Working in some of the biggest you know, law firms in Lagos, which is a very good thing because people like this are in strategic places in society where saying something or something coming from them is is is, is going to have meaning. It's going to have worth. So um, I formed this team, and then it's just been God's grace. Like everyone has been very like fantastic. Everyone, you know, handling uh, uh, you know, um, their own roles and parts, you know, they've been fantastic. And uh, just recently, we were able to get Fanta Nigeria, you know, to sponsor us. So very soon, <laughs> in our future teasers, you're going to be seeing Fanta adverts. So I, so to me, the way this team came about, first of all, it's, it's just a dream, you know, of of a young child, you know, that I've always, Wanted to like. I've always had this fighting spirit, and then somehow I've been able to make friends that share these ideas. And then when it was time, and I reached out to them, you know, it was like they were already expecting this long before now. And Mm -hmm. you know, it just things just started coming together. So I, uh, it's it's been a great journey, honestly. Since since last year, I think last year June. Yeah, that's when he started. And um our team keeps growing.
0: Well man, I've I've been fortunate enough to meet your team. Um you guys a fantastic group of of um professionals. And um you know you know we work with Toby at Royal House. He um um he's a fantastic writer, creator, um imagineer. He brings a ton of, of ideas to our creative space um you know we're a collective of seven artists and four writers and um you know he's he's one of those 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 stars of our team too so um it's really interesting because we've we've been working and we we meet every week and we're just getting better and better and learning from each other and hey what are you working on hey um you know all the collaborative projects we're working on um, so to see him kind of working, um, you know, just just I guess uh, what they call it when when somebody's just excelling in the in the market space, just like coming into his own, um, it was really cool to see and to get a chance to work with you guys. So um, tell me a little bit about about Fat Gods. What if, what what's what's the what can you tell me about? the story, and why is it such a, an interesting project to work on?
1: Yeah, um, thank you very much. So, Project Fat God, um, you know, um, told you actually, like, got to kind of again, you know, and then started catching back. He told me he had a few stories. I went through the stories, and Fat God was part of them, as at that time we had not decided if it be Fat God or I think, I think I don't think Fat God was exactly the name, but you know I think yeah, just just within that Fat God or something. So um, I saw the stories they had, and they were, all, they were all you know awesome. But then I said Fat God, be a very strong base, you know to start. Those stacks of stories down, and Fat God is the first, like, um, the first of it. And that's because, you know, like, when you're coming out, you know, for the first time, you're bringing out a brand, you know, it's better you start very strong because you need something that will be visually, sensually compelling. You know, we, we need a story that people would. You know those kind of stories where you just love you right from the first one. I'm I'm someone that loves movies a lot, especially series. And most times, you know a very interesting series, even from the first one. So, like, when I read the first issue of the story, I got hooked instantly. I said, you know what, these other ones are great. In fact, they're fantastic, and over time... like, we're going to make them better, but you see this one? You have to start with this one. And immediately, I, you know, like, we started, you know, deliberating over it and then, you know, expanding, you know, the universe, you know, around our story. It started occurring to me. It was like, the story was, like, just kept on talking to me. Now, Fat God is, and this is because Fat God kind of completely relates to the Nigerian society. It relates to our history. It relates to um, our myths and legends. very like it's it's a story that um, I think on a plain level, every like people in general, especially the black people, you know, like we're going to connect so much. We're going to connect so much. That's because, uh, okay, first of all, the mythology part, African mythology is not as common as the the, um, Egyptian, you know, yes, the thing is, I think uh, part of the uh, reason we we feel like some level of African mythology should be out there, you know, we have Greek, we have uh, Aramaic, I think the Arabic, you know, these are some of the you know, common and popular ones. I think the, there's um Aztec. I can't, I can't, you know, really start recording them now. But then, when you come to Africa, the only thing that rings to people's minds is Egyptian you know, mythology, and one would think that the whole of Africa is Egypt, <laughs> which is. Which is funny because Egypt is only a small part of Africa. Just that historically, I mean, Egypt is amazing. It's like one of the most ancient um, human civilizations. You know? So it's not surprising how there's been tons and tons of stories and movies and articles. In <laughs> fact, you can't even start, you know, to start um, yeah, um, going through everything that have been done on Egypt gods and their mythology I mean so popular just as as popular as the Greek mythology you know on their own part but then Africa has tons of stories tons of stories and um, so we said you know what I'm not I'm not going to be the best person to address Greek mythology. Neither will I even be able to address Egyptian mythology. Despite the fact I'm African, yet I'm not an Egyptian, I'm not from Egypt. I'm, my country is very far away from Egypt. I'm all the way, you know, to West Africa. Egypt is north of Africa, close to Middle East and then you know the Arabic people. So uh, how about we tell a story that really concerns us? And then we are not so focused on mythology. We're talking about the modern life as we know it. But there's a connection between the past, the present, and the future, that is what our story is you know, all about. How lives and people's choices affect some things. One of um, there's something I learned, you know, while watching Metrics. It's called something of I think law of cause and effect. So there's there's a huge thing, you know, uh, a very fascinating thing about this story, and um, something I feel. But I know very much that people would love. Um okay, what else we hear? God is okay now I think it, it's already out there. People are asking what what day it is that 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 is uh, so it, it's about Amadio. Amadioa is like um is like the god of thunder in Igbo culture. Yes. Now back to it. Inasmuch as we're talking about a story that entails the Nigeria African culture now drawing it you know closer again, it focused on the Nigerian people, drawing it closer again, it focused on the Igbo culture, Igbo culture uh, spelling is IBO or IGBO. So to make it simple, people just say Igbo as IBO. So it's focused on the Igbo culture and the evil people in general you know, how our stories you know kind of you know, affect us and then you know links us to you know, mythology, and then you know it, it comes to the point it kind of you know kind of um touches africa in general and stuff like that. So, um i don't know if you if you've read a book by chino achebe it's called things fall apart
0: yeah
1: it's very popular Fall apart. so china Achebe is, is actually evil as well so yeah. um anyone who has read the book of chino Achebe and then read uh, the book of Chimamanda Adiche, um, because um, yeah, Adiche she's a very well celebrated author very eloquent and but her command of English is is amazing honestly she's very well celebrated so these are people that, you know, told the Nigerian African stories, you know, that are related to us. And we are towing that line, you know, inspiration from these people. But this time around, we are not just writing a book, we are doing it in the form of comics. So I think these are some of the things that makes our project very unique. And our project is, our uh, part of is is written in three languages. English language, you know, of course, which that's the official language in Nigeria, then it's written in Igbo language. The Igbo language is like 20% of it or 15%, because we know we, we, we want the book that um, uh, um, our audience on a very larger scale will be able to relate with. We don't want to exempt them too much because it's more about the story rather than the language. But then the language is there so you know the people and the culture it's coming from. Then the last language we kind of used, you know, in it is pidgin. Now pidgin is such a very common language in Nigeria. In fact, Pidgin is as even more popular than English itself, Pidgin English. If you if you heard or if you are the type in that listens to Nigerian music, Nigerian music is, is more or less um I think seventy percent pidgin English. <laughs> if I would say it that way. But then uh it's it's such a very interesting street language. So it's something people, especially Nigerians women abroad. In fact Africans, most of Africans.
0: Is it like uh like slang almost?
1: Mean sign language.
0: So like, like slang, like uh the way uh, the way you know, black people talk in America like it's we talk no, English. No, 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 no. Okay.
1: No, no, it goes it goes beyond yeah, it goes beyond slang. It's like patois in Jamaica. Okay. Right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, something like that. You know Patois is a language, right? Yeah. It's not just a slang. So that's how pidgin is for Nigeria. Okay. It's like Patois is like a blend of English and, you know, localized form with their culture and their language, yeah. you know, like their way. So so is Pidgin. Pigeon is like a uh, is less treated, but it's like a step down form of English that is blended with local languages and you know, slangs and ways okay. of expression and all. So it's it's a whole different language on its own and it's so interesting. Well man, I have
0: mean, never I've, I've I've never seen, you know, like a book that that has so much to offer in one like, real authentic, you know, just a rich story on its own, you know, um, like an education and, you know, just an insight into, uh, you know, real traditional African culture, just amazing art, um, also learn, you know, learn a little bit of, uh, uh, uh about the course, history, yeah. you know, the culture, um, so, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated to, to, and also to and also
1: sorry to put to position also to to make it simpler, you know, for our audience, at the end of the book we're going to have a kind of um geography or kind of word list or references. You know, some of the expressions, you know, made in the book. So we're going to be explaining some things. You know? so the language we kind of use, they are simple pronounceable syllables, you know, that one can you know try you know at least a bit to, to be able to pronounce even if you're non-african this thing has all very simple pronounceable syllables so we made sure we use language like that because we want people to learn our, our culture and then to make it simpler for them after the you know the whole pages of the comic book i think we dedicated like a few extra book pages to you know outline some of this phrases words you know sentences used in the comic book and then we explain them in english and use symbols and so many ways you know to make you know, more fun and nice
0: yeah man just keep keep it rolling man keep it keep uh keep that rich content um you know, you know you know coming out to coming out to market for the people to see so we're we're thinking uh you're thinking Late December, people can can pick this up on the Royal House Comics website, um, yeah. you know, uh, uh, digital, and then and then um, you guys are gonna do some some exclusive prints uh, pretty soon, right? Yeah,
1: prints as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, people are already you know kind of. I think I think most of the people are, you know that have reached out to me, especially especially some of my friends you know in Canada and US. I think in Germany also, they be like, "Whoa! So you're finally doing." This are people that have they've known me from way back, and then from them I've made friends You know, who knows me through them. So they'll be like, man, it's like they're more stoked on getting their hands on, you know, on the prints. They just want to see the prints because these are people that they've always enjoyed seeing my drawings. So now seeing them as prints in comic books, it's, it, it's already enough joy for them. So I think people will be looking forward to the prints, and I myself.
0: Going to be excited to finally see the print. So, so. yeah, man. Well, Chooks, uh it was it was just really cool to to listen in to see kind of how it all came together. So I uh, thank you for for stopping by. Um, you know, any other shout outs before before uh, before we let you go? You got to come back too. And after we this thing releases, we want to hear about the follow yeah. up and and yeah. kind of yeah. how things are going. Yeah
1: got lots of follow-ups so, uh, do i do really the shout out now yeah go ahead okay um i want to give a very huge shout out to my team team movies comics um these guys are amazing i mean who could have thought on a normal day assembling such a team is going to be sh- so much expensive because these guys are professionals you know from their different fields calling you know it, okay the thing is it, it, it got easier for me because I made friends with them and friends became friends through friends so it was like when this came up these guys were already you know so kind of um, um excited in their mind you know to be part of this so it's it's amazing you know having to work with these people and I'm the type of person that no matter what you know would I at, at any point you know the value the effort you know, that people are contributing towards what I'm building and it got to a point these guys saw themselves you know as part of the project you know it's different from it, it's different having a team that thinks they are doing this for you you know rather than having a team that believes this involves them as well like this is part of like they are meant to be part of this so the education, efforts, I mean, these guys are amazing. I just want to give a huge shout out to them and then I, I thank all of them. And also to, to Rhea Combs. Uh, you guys have been amazing. I mean, even before we started talking, like the follow ups and all, it's priceless. Thank you. And to my family. <laughs> wow, like when I started this, this project, I. I I resigned from my from my you know former place of work at that time and it was tough. So you know doing something like this and and, and not having a full time job and for not having a job at the time, I kind of exhausted my my resources, my savings and all. But then my family kept supporting me and all. And by the time I was done with it, I finally you know got to I, I accepted a job somewhere and then supporting myself again, waiting for this to go out. So, a huge shout out to them, and I'm I'm really so blessed, you know, having such a family. Like, never for one day, kind of um, made me feel bad, you know, for choice I made, even insurance company because these are opportunities you don't get to just, you know, toss aside. So, they're amazing, and to all the fans, you know, of of movies, comics. Yeah, we're a brand and
0: then I'm, I'm so happy that each day by day you know our audience alright man well Chokes thank you. Uh, you you guys heard it here first uh, Chokes Movix Comics uh, Fat Guys coming out December you can check that out on the Royal House Comics website we'll see you guys again on another round In the House peace